Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 606, recorded live on August 25th, 2019. And here are your hosts, the man who is heading back to Seattle, Dave Pillay. Hello, hello. And the man who can't remember the last time he was west of the Mississippi, Andy Lowe. Hi. Was it PAX? I'm not sure. I think it might have been when I went to Kansas City to pick up that car for my dad. Kansas City is... I guess it depends on which one you go to. Sorry, Kansas City, Kansas. Okay. Is it like Kansas City's on the east side, isn't it? No, I thought Kansas City, Kansas should be west of the Mississippi. Oh, right? no, I'm thinking of St. Louis. Sorry, never mind. Yeah, Kansas City, definitely west side. Yeah. I think that was the last time I was west of the Mississippi. Okay. It was in Kansas City. It's not very far west. No, but, you know... It's one state west, I guess. Two states I west? I keep forgetting that I'm, I'm only one state east of the Mississippi. Yeah, Kansas, Kansas is two, because I had to go through Kansas. Well, d- going through Missouri... And then into Kansas. You are not going across Kansas. I was in the mid. No, was I in Kansas City, Kansas, or was it Topeka, or was it which? God, where the hell was I? I went into Kansas at some point. <laughs> I was somewhere in Kansas. Somewhere in Kansas. But you know what? I don't think you're in Kansas anymore. <laughs> Thank you and good night. All right, that's it. I'm out. That's my one. I'm done. Have a good episode, Andy. I'll talk to you like in three weeks. I'm seeing if it's in my email. Kansas flight, maybe Ben's. Yep, that was back in 2011. Is when I did the flight. I think that was the last year I went to PAX. I don't remember if you were there. I think you weren't. Or maybe you were? There was one year where you, like, surprised me by going to PAX. Yes. Because you flew, and I did the cross-country trip. Yeah, and you hadn't told me you were going? Yes. Was that 2011? I don't know. Maybe? I don't remember. They all... I oh, did it. I did, I did it five years in a row, right? Uh, I don't know. So that's 2006, 7, 8, 9, 10? Yeah, so if it was 2011, I went to Kansas at some point, I guess, and you went to PAX. Yep. Well, I'm going back to PAX. I finally managed to snag tickets. Man, who knew it would be this bad? (laughs) You mean back in 2006? Yeah. No one. No one had any idea. No one knew. I'm going to a four-day-long party. Well, have fun with that. Thank you. I plan on it. I will not be there. You'll you'll be... I mean, you you have a toddler. Yes. So I can understand that. Although one of the panels is how to go to a con with a toddler. Is there going to be any streaming of PAX at all, or no? (laughs) You're like, I'd like to watch that. Uh, Probably. I mean, they've done that in previous years. Well, 
recently went to a wedding with the toddler, and we basically, Kate and I, spent the whole night tag-teaming him. Yeah. So somebody could eat while the other person did stuff, and then we flipped. So. Eating in shifts. Mm-hmm. Walking in shifts, doing stuff. Sounds about right. Oh, wow. There is a lot of stuff. How to wrangle your tiny Cthulhu. Children and have yep. fun at conventions. Yep, there it is. Yep. I at don't know if I'll go to theater, it. the cat theater. But it's a kitty cat. 19 overlapping events on this panel. Yeah. Jeez. There's a lot of stuff happening at PAX this year. And when we went... I don't know it. Yeah, when we went, we were like, shoot, there was too much stuff to do back then, and now it's... There's a lot of stuff. Pin trading has its own thing now. Yeah, well, that's because they commercialized it, and I'm actually a little upset about that. Well, yeah. Because, like, buttoneering was fantastic. I loved doing that. Looking at what people would do for buttons and everything, and then, you know... Not to mention the giant, you know case that we made mm-hmm. which we drove yeah out and drove that freaking thing cross country oh well have fun don't Thank get you. sick oh i probably will hand it's sanitizer packs. hand sanitizer yes I i'll bring a lot of a spray bottle next to my computer of hand sanitizer hand sanitizer yes a spray bottle Yes. Well, pump. Okay. I I was going to, like, I didn't know it came in spray. You probably could aerosol it, maybe. I don't know. I don't, because it evaporates so yeah. quickly. That's the whole point of it. Right? It's just like, <coughs> ethyl alcohol. It smells like health. It <laughs> oh. It's, it smells like booze is what it should smell like. <laughs> it's an alcohol base. Yep. Leaves hands. Feeling soft. No, no, it doesn't. And it shouldn't. But that's what the bottle tells me. Okay. Yes, I'm going to be going to PAX. I'm going to be going and spending some time there and having a good time. And then we're spending like a week in Seattle. So Which PAX is also is over a good on Monday. Time. Ooh, I should see if there's after PAX stuff. Well, Since I can't get there for pre PAX, I should check for after PAX. Yeah. And then I have a wedding the next week in Seattle. So we're just hanging around. You're bumming around Seattle for? For a week. For a week. I'm probably going to hit level 10 in Ingress. <clears throat> just, you know, saying that. Because the portal density in Seattle makes everything else just look sad. Yep. And then once I hit level 10 in Ingress, I'll probably just switch back to Harry Potter and get to, like, level <laughs> 30 or something there is honestly no joke a seattle enlightened enlightened dot com well except i don't want to be enlightened I'm, i know I'm part of the resistance i know but still is there a seattle resistance.com i don't know outgris what yeah what the hell is outgris i i don't know what this is you create an email filter to forward Ingress email damage reports to this website. This seems weird. Yeah. Very. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. It's too many things fighting for control over the map. 
<laughs> I went to their Intel map, which is the Ingress Intel map overlaid with their own thing. But since I have IITC, it was trying to give me my overlay with their overlay. Hey, it's better than my overlay right now. What's what's your overlay? Um, blue. Just solid blue. Solid blue. Yes. Somebody. If, if you're looking at Kalamazoo. Yes. Somebody built a massive field. Let's let's be clear. Somebody built 23 massive fields overlaid with each other. Yes. Oh, sorry, 22. That's a, that's a pretty massive field there. Mm-hmm. Well, I bet you if you do that sort of op, you, uh, you hit gold in at least one medal. <laughs> Probably. Just, like, right off the bat. That's, that's a pretty blue field. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, that, that's impressive. That's not what I'll be doing. I'll be just messing around in Seattle and, and tagging lots and lots of portals so that I can get a couple more medals. Yes, capture portals. Some good AP from capturing portals. Mm-hmm. My Explorer one, I'm already at 800 uh, portals. Which one is that? That's in here somewhere. 806 Explorer. portals, yeah. Yeah. For visit and hack unique portals. Pioneer is the capturing one for unique portals. I am at 296. I got a ways to go on that one. I don't know if I'll be able to hit gold on that. What I need to do is stock up on my, like, high-level bursters. There was, um... There was a passcode that I grabbed off of the, um... The list. Yeah? Um, I think it was the... Hold on. I think it was like the third one on the list had all level eight stuff in it. Where is there a list of passcodes? I am sending you the link right oh. now. It's not up to date, but the stuff on the right is still working. So I should be adding these these in? If you have room. If you have storage space. Um I have thirty. <laughs> I can I can make a little more space though. Hang on. Because this is what people want to listen to. Yes, Dave and Andy talking about things they cannot see. So we should talk about topics. And speaking of a large collection of people, yeah, the 2020 Olympics is coming up. Oh, that is a large collection of people. That's in yes. Tokyo. Yes. Which is also a large collection of people. Yes. <laughs> it's just going to be people on top of people on top. It's people all the way down. <laughs> I, I sincerely hope not. <laughs> Andy, where do I enter a passcode? You go to the Intel map. Yeah. Oh, it's on the Intel map? Yes. Uh, oh, hey, redeem code. Okay. So I just type that in. Passcode fully redeemed. Okay. Did you, get a, did you get the little pop-up code? The little pop-up code? Or, you know, a little pop-up window saying that, you know, gotten... Yeah. Spent? Okay. So it's an invalid passcode. That's not good. Are you looking at the compacted list? Nope. The compacted list on the right is all the working codes condensed down to a list. Oh, okay. I see now. So I should just start going down that list. Yes. Okay. Passcode already redeemed. Interesting. Okay, I will have to mess with that later.
But yes, no, Tokyo is holding the Olympics, and yeah. Toyota um, has decided to basically do a massive deployment of battery electric and hydrogen-powered vehicles specifically for the Olympics. Cool. 3,700 mobility products and slash or vehicles, of which 90% will be electrified. So Toyota's using this as an opportunity to, like, super show off because you have a giant group of people in Tokyo. Yes. They know that, like, it is often faster not to drive a car in Tokyo, right? Probably. Like, within a certain distance, it is much faster to bike than to drive. Or take the uh, train. Yep. There was, was there, yeah, I think there was a Top Gear episode where they actually raced across Japan. Where uh, Jeremy was in a car. I think he was in the GTR. Yeah. And Top Gear Japan race. Yeah, and um, Series 11. Yep, he took the Nissan GTR. Where is it at? 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 Epic race. Nissan GTR versus Japanese bullet train. I, I feel like the bullet train is going to win on a cross-country trip. Did the bullet train win? Andy? Um, hold on, I'm reading. I don't, don't I don't remember. remember I don't remember who won. Why did you bring it up? Cuz it was a Nissan GTR driving across Japan versus, you know, taking all public transport. Three hundred and fifty-five miles. The car won three minutes before them. Oh. <laughs> the funny bit, though, is while in Tokyo, Clarkson accidentally turned off the sat-nav system in the GTR and struggled to turn it back on as the system only spoke Japanese at the time. Oops. And you see, I've always kind of wanted to do a race like that. And I even, I yeah. even had the idea in mind. You get the three hosts at, at the time, the Joe Louis Arena. Okay. And their, you know, their goal is the fact that there are only two seats for a hockey game. The problem is it's Red Wings versus Blackhawks in Chicago. So somebody, okay. somebody has to take Amtrak. Somebody has to drive. Yeah. Somebody has to fly from Detroit to Chicago. Okay. And you're all starting in Joe Lewis? You're all starting at Joe Lewis. The flight makes it. Really? Yeah. I mean, depending on how long you have to wait for the flight. But I'm going to guess that the flight makes it. Because you're, you're, you're starting in downtown Detroit, and you have to get all the way out to the airport. To Metro? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess that... By taking public... Yeah, like you wouldn't... Normally what time they, of day it is? Yeah, you would have to take public transit, which would mean you'd have to take the Detroit buses out to the airport. That would, that would add a lot of time. Detroit does not have great public transit. Mm-hmm. I'd take an Uber. That, is that cheating? Yes, that is cheating. Because you, the idea is somebody takes a car and the other people take, you know, two forms of public transportation and just, you know, see how it works. I mean, the, the answer is it doesn't work very well. No. Uh, I mean, the person on the train gets screwed. Yes. Yes, they do. Like, hardcore screwed. Oh, the other the other fact would be the fact that, you know, because, yeah, the car could just, you know, go 90 down 94. Yeah. You only, you give them enough gas to basically get to Chicago, 
and you're not allowed to refill. So you have a full tank of gas and you have to get from Detroit to Chicago, which in theory is possible if you're, you know, if you're good on your gas and you're not, you know, being a speed demon. Or you start drafting behind a truck. Yes. What happens if you hit a, a traffic jam, though? Welcome to Chicago. Right, but for for having enough gas, then that's a problem. You see, you that see, there there problem. are you know. So really, what happens is none of them make it. <laughs> nobody, yeah, nobody makes the game. No one gets there in time for the game. That's that's what you're saying. You want to just send them on this this wild chase just to see them all fail. Yes, so that you can then laugh at them and say, "Ha ha ha! Traffic here sucks." <laughs> Ha ha ha, we're sad. Right. Yeah. Okay, just just so we understand, that's what you want to do. So yeah, that, that oh, was my... Okay, so, I mean, getting back to the, the Tokyo Olympics, like, that's pretty cool. So yeah, they're going to... Um... Yeah, Tokyo says they're also going to be uh, release six new electric vehicles starting in 2020. So, you know, the Olympics would be a perfect launching point for that. They're going to have, you know, autonomous buses there. They're going to have basically Scooters. electric golf cart scooter things. Cool. And in four years, the Olympics are in L.A.? Or is that in two years? Uh, four years. The 2024? Yeah. 2022 is in Winter Olympics, and that's in China, Beijing. Again? Beijing, yes, called it. Didn't they just have an Olympics in China? Yes, yes, they did. They Beijing will then become, come to the list. Um, there are plans to use many, many of the same venues that were used in the 2008 games, including its indoor venues and the National Stadium as a ceremonies venue. Okay. Oh, that's right. They had that really cool, like, Bird they nest. did the, the Summer Olympics because yes. there was the, the really weird pool. Yes. That has since become a national park. Yes. Okay. Neat. Um, you have a thing on here about robocalls, and it reminded me of something else that I, I wanted to talk about today. Well, I was talking about. A race from Detroit to Chicago, so I feel yep. like, you know, I, I kind of have le- leeway to, to talk about. <laughs> uh, my calendar yesterday, two days ago, yes. said, hey, congratulations on winning an iPhone X. Uh, no, you didn't. Right. <laughs> I didn't put that on my calendar. I didn't enter to win an iPhone X. I didn't do anything. It just showed up on my calendar. And I realized, oh, fuck, there's a new realm of spam incoming because I use Google Calendar and Google Calendar only requires that you get an email with an event. So email went into spam folder, but then the event still got added to your calendar. Am I? Uh, that's my guess, because I haven't seen that email anywhere. <laughs> Lovely. Yeah. So, like, I could send you from a really suspicious, weird, spammy account of, like, spam mail at something.com and just put whatever I want on your calendar. That's great. Just great. 
Now imagine that being something like made and crafted to look like uh, a message from your bank with a like, I don't know, uh, security health checkup. Yeah, no, that would be no. You know, provided free of of just because we, we want to support you and because we want you to have a secure account. Click this link and log into your uh, your bank account. Excuse me, Andy, I have to go make a um an email. No, never mind. Uh like that that seems like a really risky thing. Yeah. Yeah, it does. I'm not a fan. I'm sorry. Thursday game night. Why are you looking at my calendar? Because I'm looking at my calendar and you've shared your calendar with me. Oh, well, then maybe you saw my congratulations. You've won an iPhone. When was it? Or did you already remove it? I already deleted it. Oh, yeah. I'm going to try and play Factorio with Beth. You're welcome to join us. I was interested until you said Factorio. I figured. Sorry. <laughs> you are welcome to join us. We were thinking of Factorio or of um, Dokapon. No, I'm okay. Okay. You good? Yeah. But yeah, so, um, you know, there was a big announcement this week about, you know, oh, you know, the FCC and cell phone carriers are going to fight robocalling. But there is no legally binding requirements on the phone providers in the statement. Yeah, because the FCC is a stupid and toothless and gutless industry right now, industry regulator, uh, because it's being run by a corrupt asshole. Oh, shit, I sound exactly like those people on the radio that I hate listening to. I know, but... I... (laughs) You're like, I know, but you're right. (laughs) (laughs) Rather than, you know, them just sounding that way and being wrong if that right. makes sense I, I i every so often so most of the time my radio is set to npr mm-hmm. and i know that npr gets accused of having this incredibly liberal bias and then i go and i listen to like actual far left quote-unquote extremist radio and man npr seems like fox news compared to these guys who are like conspiracy theory republicans hate us it is literally the same language just different like adjective just just swapping out liberal and conservative which you know it's we carry some of the conservative talk things on our am station and yeah so yeah me me calling ajipai a spineless um corrupt asshole I mean, that's the kind of thing I, I hear on those channels all the time. And I'm like, I don't like you're not helping anything by doing this. And yeah, you know what? I'm not helping anything by doing this. But he is a corrupt asshole. Sorry, I just had a weird thing. <laughs> yeah. It turns out if you go to Google type Wizard of Oz and click the red slippers, oh, then yeah, stuff happens. Yeah, yeah. I just tried yeah, it. Yeah, I haven't tried it yet. Why are you trying that in the middle of the... Because it was on one of my newsfeed things. Okay. It it turned everything black and white. Mm-hmm. That's some pretty intense JavaScript. Okay, but does does it keep the browser black and white then if I go, like, to IMDb? Probably not. Aw. 
kind of wish it did. Okay, so yeah, he's he's telling them to do something, but not actually telling them to do something. Yes, because he's an asshole. Yeah, Ajit Pai needs to stop doing his. Well, he needs to start doing his job and stop doing the shit that he's doing. You mean like finding ABC for the uh, wireless alerts? Yep. So, speaking of smartphones, Dave, yeah. what version of Android are you using? I actually don't know. Hang on, let me go check. Uh, you have to go to you. Did you have to do it a weird way, right? You have to go to settings, and then about. Google about phone and then software information. I'm running Android 8, which if I tap on it like three times, I see what it is. I have to tap on this a bunch of times. I think it's Android O. Maybe. Why is there an octopus on my screen? (laughs) There's an octopus that I can drag around. I did not know this. I am on Android version 8, which I, yeah, I think that's Oreo. So if if you tap where it says 8, it comes up, it's got the yellow circle thing. I'm tapping where it says 8. Yeah. I'm in software version right now. Yeah. Software info Android version. I'm tapping 8. Where it says Android version 8.0.0. Yes. Tap that a few times and it doesn't come up with this like concentric yellow ring. Oh, what the frack? Right. So they all do that, but now tap and hold on that yellow ring. Or maybe tap a bunch of times, and then... okay, no, no, so I tap, tap and like, hold. Yeah, tap and hold, and then you get a little octopus. What is the purpose of this? <laughs> I don't know. This He's is like super the stretchy, thing though. all over again. And he changes size. If you, if you do it again, he'll show up at a different size. Why is there an octopus? But yes, Android 8 is Oreo. Okay. So. Sure. I don't know why an octopus is in there. Probably. I mean, it starts with an O. Maybe it was supposed to be Android Octopus. I don't know. Kind of breaks the dessert theme, but sure. Why do you ask, Andy? Well, because, you know, it's octopus, or <laughs> not octopus, it's Oreo. Oreo. And then pie. And then Q yeah. was supposed to be the next one. What so, the hell dessert do you use for Q? Quick bread? It's uh, not really a dessert. Some sort of, no, quiche? That's not really a dessert. That's, that's also not a dessert. Desserts that start with Q. What? Google ditches dessert names for Android 10. Boom, there's the topic. <laughs> I literally search for desserts that start with Q, and I get, as the top results, Google is stopping using the desserts. Yep. They just couldn't come up with one for Q. Well, according to them, the fact that um, since they were using, you know, the English alphabet, uh-huh. there were other languages that would not know that, you know, uh, what did they say, uh, papa. L and R are not distinguishable when spoken in some languages. So when some people heard us say Android lollipop out loud, it wasn't intuitively clear that it referenced the version after KitKat. 
It's even harder now for new Android users who are unfamiliar with the naming convention to understand if their phone is running the latest version. But, like, I know my phone's not running the latest version. There's nothing I can do about that. Yeah. I'm sad. I liked this theme. I liked what they were doing with it. I think they just couldn't come up with a a dessert for Q. And they're like, well, I guess it's time to stop. Yes, the article back here in 2018, May 6th, oh, sorry, yeah, May 6th, 2018 was originally posted. Um, He states, you know, it's also possible that Google will use the landmark number 10 to begin a new naming scheme, similar to what Apple did for macOS versions when it already used every single big cat in the animal kingdom. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, somebody... Once you get to a certain point... You know, you know, you called it when Google in their official announce, you know, official blog post linked to your article where you go, maybe they'll just use numbers. You know, (laughs) what crazy idea that would be. What's what's wrong with just going back to numbers? (laughs) I forgot. I have another topic for you. But yeah, it's going to be numbers and they're also changing the logo. Okay. So it's just the head of the Android. Just the little hemisphere? Yes. The hemicircle? Yes. It's not even the full circle, full like half circle. It's just, it's like a weird, because it's not really a circle. Is that more of a parabola? What I need you to do, Dave, is get your protractor out. Yeah. I don't know. You know how long it's been since I've done any geometry? Yeah, it doesn't look like a... Just look at that. Just the head of it? That's gross. Definitely doesn't look like a circle, but it's also not a parabola, because it is coming... Looks like it's coming straight down at the end. Oh, jeez. Huh. Sorry, I was looking at the um, MUs from this massive field, because I still had that tab open. Yep. 185,000 MUs per layer. So, you know. And he was doing it at 3 o'clock in the morning. Whoever did it, did it at 3 in the morning? 3 in the morning they were doing it. But yeah, so yeah, they're they're changing the, the logo and they're changing the number scheme, so now they don't have to worry about what the next thing is and now everybody instead of you know asking t-mobile if i'm ever going to get pie i can be like hey am i ever going to get nine or ten because you know it's like what do you mean nine or ten all right you decide circle or no i don't think that's a circle no i don't think it's a circle either it looks a little wide really were you doing photoshop (laughs) Hey, you were looking at fields in Ingress. <laughs> Mine is at least constructive to the discussion at hand. Hey, man, whatevs. Go refresh the topic list. I added one. Good Eats is back. Good Eats is back. Was he? Was he just done with Cutthroat Kitchen? It seems. I uh, maybe. And Kitchen Stadium. Yeah, or I don't know, but uh, not it, it's not. I want to make it clear: this is not like, 
oh, Alton Brown off doing his own thing. He's like, you know what? I'd like to restart Good Eats. And so he's like making his own YouTube show. No, this is legit like the same production group, the same crew, the same like they do props. They do, It is on Food Network. Okay, Cutthroat They've Kitchen ended in July episode. 2017. Okay, so he was done with Cutthroat Kitchen. I know he was going on tour. We saw him on tour here in Kalamazoo. Cool. Uh, Iron Chef. Uh, on the Brown's 2017 book tour, he stayed at Good Eats will have a sequel and be released in 2018 on the internet. A recap series titled Good Eats Reloaded aired on the Cooking Channel starting October 2018 and a true sequel series titled Good Eats The Return premiered on August 25th back on the Food Network. Which where is it today. should be. To, to be clear, that's today. That is today. <laughs> hey, look at that. I know my dates. Yeah. You said that at the beginning of the episode. Today is August 25th. I watched the first episode. Was it about steak? Already. No. It, it was not about steak. It was about chicken parmesan. Hey, man, chicken parm's good. Yeah. Well, I mean... The way he describes it, no, it's terrible because we've done awful, awful things to it, but he shows you how to make it good. Why is he spinning a sous vide? I mean, why not? I don't know. There's two sous vides in there. I have that one. The white one? Yeah, the jewel. Oh. But, like, Good Eats is back, dude. Do you know how happy that makes me? He did a baked macaroni and cheese. Oh, I, dude. I guess. Uh, they, but they posted their first full episode onto YouTube. Oh, wait. The full episode's on YouTube? The first full episode has been on YouTube. Nice. It has 1.2 million views. It was posted four days ago. <laughs> Okay, I, I I gotta segue off of this for a second, but whatevs. Yeah. Um. So uh, Isaac uh, got up early this morning. Okay. So we were watching, you know, YouTube videos and such, and he uh, he was starting to get bored with the current slate of YouTube videos. So I started searching yeah. for you know buses, and I stumbled yeah. upon this computer animated. The web channel is called Crushy Lolo. Crushy Lolo. Yes. I see a lot of things in what I assume is Italian? Probably. It's very weird, but it kept him entertained. But It, it has soccer balls for yeah. wheels. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, this guy is, like, posting a video a day. Each one's, like, 10, 15 minutes long. Mm-hmm. One day ago, a video was posted. 207,000 views. That's That's a lot. Here's one seven hours. It has 17,000 views. Uh, and I'm sitting there going like, who the hell is watching these YouTube videos? And then Kate yeah, looks at me and is like, we are. Right, like, like parents. <laughs> uh, that said, four days ago, 1.3 million views. Yeah, it's just nuts. Where it's like, you know, who's watching these things? We are. Yep, yep. that, yep, mm-hmm. Go watch Good Eats. 10 or 9 central. I keep forgetting that I'm part of that central. Mm-hmm. So when it says, like, at 10, 9 central, I'm like, oh, that's that's me. I'm the 9. 
I don't even know when things are on anymore because we never actually really watch live TV. Yep. So, so speaking of cooking. Yeah. Uh, so there was a Kickstarter smart oven that came out called the June Why? oven. Why? I don't know. Okay. So it debuted back in 2015 as a $1,500 countertop oven that used a camera and computer vision to identify food that's been placed inside. Yeah. I hope your camera is rated to handle 800 degrees. I guess so. It was, you know, a multi-appliance, air fryer, dehydrator, slow cooker, broiler, toaster, warming drawer, and convention countertop oven. Uh-huh. Convection? Yes. I assume. Ooh, you could live stream their food as it cooks thanks to the built-in camera. <laughs> okay. Anyway. And? Um, I'm waiting to hear how this goes terribly wrong. Well, it turns out that um, people can accidentally turn their oven on in the middle of the night. So there have been times where people have accidentally, according to June, saying that the user's errors are at fault that people have, uh, in the middle of the night, turned on their oven and heated it up to 400 degrees Fahrenheit or higher. How do you accidentally turn on your oven in the middle of the night? I don't know. Because, like, I'd be really scared about that, especially if I had something sitting on top of this countertop oven. Yes, or, like one of the guys said, um, group member wrote that he roasted potatoes around 5 p.m. one night and left them in, left them to cool in the oven and then forgot to take them out. The next morning, he awoke to find that the oven had turned on at 1.20 a.m. and baked at 425 degrees Fahrenheit for four hours and 32 minutes. Those potatoes were a little crispy. Yes. I, oh, my God. Okay, so... It, speaking as one with a smart freezer... Like, this is cool. I like the idea, kinda, but I'm also a little nervous about that. Because, you know, according to the New York City Fire Department, unattended cooking accounts for 33% of home fires. I mean, Andy, go play The Sims. How many games end because they can't cook? <laughs> oh, 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 all the. F How many times did, you know. Something catch fire, you quickly pause the game and buy a smoke detector to throw on the wall. <laughs> yep. I've, I've read about a new Sims tactic that people use called the basement troll. Oh, yeah, 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 where you have the basement guy painting pictures. Yep. Yep. Doing nothing but painting pictures. Yep. And then you sell the pictures, and you, like, you give him a fridge, you give him a... a a bathroom, but you lock him in the basement with no one else. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, Disney. Let's tackle it. I, I hadn't even been paying attention to D23. What the hell happened? Well, first off, before we even get to D23, we have to talk about uh, Disney and Sony. Yes, and where money is the root of all evil. So there's more that's come out about it, and I'm still not sure who who I want to blame and who deserves my scorn. Um, both sides are being stubborn. Yes. And, and from their perspective, both sides are being entirely reasonable. It's just it sucks for the rest of us. Yes. So Spider-Man's contract is coming to an end. 
He was contracted, I think we covered this, right? Six movies. Yes. Three of which were focused on him, and three of which he can just kind of guest star in. Um, and then Sony gets the box office, if I'm remembering, Sony gets the box office revenue, and Marvel got the merchandising. Yes, Marvel also got 5% of, I think, first weekend sales. Okay. Now, they they need to renegotiate because the contract is coming to an end. And Marvel wants 50% of box office revenue. And Sony said, no, that's not good. We, we don't want to do that. And Marvel's like, well, but we're putting in the hard work. We are giving you Kevin Feige, who's been in charge of the whole thing. He's the reason why Spider-Man was a success. He's the reason why Venom was a success, because he worked on Venom off credit. Like, he didn't even get credit for it, but he worked on Venom. And Sony's saying, like, yeah, but we don't want to pay for his time. We don't want, like, we don't feel like that's appropriate. This is our property. We own this. We were letting you use this. Yes, you helped us out. Yes, you made good movies. But let's, you know, be reasonable. And they could not come to an agreement. Now, my my interpretation of all of this, my take on all of this, is that Sony probably would have agreed to something between what exists and what Marvel was asking for. But it never got that far. It just... <laughs> It seems it it seems silly that you know okay Sony's highest grossing movie to date was, was not made by Sony was not made by Sony right but into the Spider Verse won Academy Awards yeah and that was Sony mm-hmm. Marvel had nothing to do with that one so question mark question mark I don't know like. Yeah, I want to see Spider-Man continue in the MCU. I think it's it's good for that. Isn't tight. Thank you. At the same time, Marvel needs to be reasonable and understand you don't have the rights to your own thing, and if you want to use it, you you got to buy it back essentially. You have to pay for it. In the meantime, holy shit, D23 Lots of stuff coming out. Star Wars trailers, Mandalorian trailer, She-Hulk, Miss Marvel, Moon Knight. They're making a Jungle Cruise movie based off the ride at Disney World. Yep. Um, Footage and trailers of Black Widow, Frozen 2. Black Panther 2 had a, got a release date. Mulan. Of, what, 2022, right? Yes. Okay. I think. Hang on. May 6th, 2022. Directed by the same guy as Black Panther. Good. I wonder who the villain will be. <laughs> For Black Panther 2? Ooh. I don't know. <laughs> I, so they, they announced the release date. IMDB replies. The IMDB Twitter replies saying 985 days. We're ready. <laughs> Pixar's new movie called Soul. Yep. John Baptiste is writing music while Trent Reznor is working on the score. What? So it'll be pretty good music. 
I Gal saw Batiste that... and Nine Inch Nails, really? Yeah. Granted, Trent Reznor, you know, when Johnny he's a Cash good musician. Yeah, when when Johnny Cash covered Trent Reznor's version of Hurt. Yeah. Trent Reznor Trent basically just said, said like that's the real song. Yeah, that's the re- that, you know, I cannot do it better than Johnny Cash. That is, you know. Yep. Nope, I'm done. Can't do it. Yep. Wait, live version of 101 Dalmatians called Cruella. Uh, really? It's Emma Stone though, so maybe, but um, Well, Disney stopped making money. Well, so that kind of brings us back to the the Sony Marvel thing. <laughs> Because people are like, why did they make Aladdin? Well, did you see how much money the remake of Aladdin made? How much money did the Lion King remake made? Let's see what the Lion King remake box office. No, not the original. The Lion King is Disney's biggest grocer that isn't an Avengers or Star Wars movie. Oh, that is um, a in-house live action movie because, you know, this Lion King remake is live action. Right. Quote unquote live mm-hmm. action. I saw also that they're planning a new section of um, one of their parks, Disneyland or Disney World, for like the Avengers City. Yes. It's got to be World. There's, they, they, they have run out of room at Disneyland. I also saw that Epcot is getting an entire redesign. What? Yep. What? What? I don't know. It's the uh, they're, Moana they're attraction from Rebuilt Epcot Park. Okay. Hold on. I got to read. <clears throat> wow. A lot is closing on September 8th. Wow, that is crazy. It's going to be a water maze. Ooh. Hmm. You see, I always liked Epcot because it was it was kind of like, you know, Disney in the real world. If that makes sense. It doesn't, but I've never been there, so don't count on that. It was, you know, like Epcot was like, you know, you had, you know, you had all the Disney animated stuff and everything. But Epcot was like, you know, Disney imagined, but with a real world twist where, you know, this was like the science and technology version of Disney. This was, you know, like, you know, Spaceship Earth, you know, hey, these are like the actual countries around the world these are the major cultures you know this is you know it's imagination but imagination of engineers if that makes sense sure so you know it was i don't know this that that was always the the part of disney world that was always you know part of my thing okay i never went to disney you were never a fan of the house of the mouse not really. You see, it was nice when we always went down there because we always stayed at my grandparents' stuff, so you didn't have to pay for the hotel or anything else like that. And we'd always spend New Year's Eve. I think we stayed at New Year's Eve at Epcot. So I always got to watch their, you know, New Year's Eve fireworks display, which probably is like, you know, small potatoes to their current firework display. But we'll see. Um, should Is there anything else you would like to hit on this list? Because we are... Kerbal Space Program 2 is coming out. I haven't even played the first one. Yep. Yeah, the list... More struts. 
More struts. I love watching people play it for for the first time. That's okay. that's my favorite part of Kerbal Space Program. Because it's things go up it. and then go it's boom. Watching people play it. <laughs> Some people just like to watch the world burn or rockets explode. Uh random review. Random review. It is your week this week, Dave. I would like to review a thing that I've used for like a couple minutes. So, you know, my <laughs> usual. Okay. Uh, I I like to think of myself as as almost a connoisseur of chat applications. Oh, yes, we've had we've had many. I have tried a number of chat applications, right? Going all the way back to AOL Instant Messenger and Yahoo Chat and used Trillion because I had different chats. Um, I've used Hangouts. I've used Discord. IRC. IRC. um, I've even rolled my own, right? I made my own chat app for a little while just to see if I could understand server and client and all the fun. Um, Microsoft bought skype yes a while ago yes and it never really did a lot for them but one of the things they tried to do is they tried to bring that into the the enterprise space they made skype for business partly because slack exists oh i've used slack group me uh mm-hmm. telegram and, telegram and line slack, yep so slack exists and Microsoft would like to get in on some of that, because, damn, that's some money. Skype for Business never really took off. It, it wasn't a great product. It integrated with Outlook, which was kind of cool, but, like, it just didn't do very much. Uh, Microsoft has a new app that my, my IT team just added called Teams. Microsoft Teams is a chat application which... Uh, man, I'm wondering how much of this is just Skype reskinned. There's now that I'm looking at it, I'm like, this looks very familiar. <laughs> um, so Microsoft Teams is a chat application for enterprise. If you use Office 365, if you use Office Enterprise, like it integrates with that. If you're using SharePoint, it integrates with that. It's a Microsoft product, so it integrates with all of the other Microsoft products. Uh, integrates with LDAP. And it, it, the general idea being that you create a team and you assign people to those teams and then those teams have different channels and you can monitor those channels. Um, it's, from a, a, from a user perspective, it's a cute little app. Like, it works, it works nicely. You can set things up. Um, it has some interesting choices uh you can set priorities on messages so you can send a standard message an important message or an urgent message urgent messages recipients are notified every two minutes for 20 minutes oh geez (laughs) i'm so glad we don't have that at work (laughs) like hey 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 listen uh, there's reactions, so you've got emojis, you can share files, you can integrate other things into it, like Power BI, um, Excel, OneNote, 
but only if you're using certain features. Like, a lot of this currently is locked down for me because my IT team just isn't using those features. It has Giphy embedded into it. Uh, it Wait, has why? Because that's what a chat app does. But this is supposed Discord to be has, for business. Discord has Giphy built into it. Discord is not designed for business. Yeah. Uh, it has stickers. And but, but you, you can make but your why? own with the stickers. But why? Because, because if it didn't, then no one would use it. You know what I want in a chat app? Text. What would you like? I would like text. Yeah? Just text. Well, um, okay, text. You realize IRC had more than just yes, text, I know. right? Yeah. So, of course, I install this, and the first thing I start looking at is, can I, like, interface with it? Can I script based off of it? There is a library for building your own app that integrates with it. It was it was interesting. It's a neat way of, like, I can, I can create um, my own groups. So not my own teams, but my own groups of people, because teams is its own thing that has to be set up by the, the network staff. Um... But, like, if I right-click on someone in my contacts list, I can view them in the organization structure. And so I see them and all of their bosses and their bosses' bosses all the way up, and I see who they have on their team. Oh, I can even navigate the structure. That's cute. Uh, it is offered as a built-in native application for Windows. You can access it via the web. There's an Android app for it. I think there's an iOS app for it, but I don't have iOS. You can share screens. You can call people. Um, you can add people to conversations. You know, your basic chat stuff. There's a command bar at the top. I'm sad that the slash D&D command doesn't do what I thought it did. Oh. Do not disturb. All in all, it's a neat app. I prefer Discord. There should not be a make a meme option in a business chat app. There is a make a meme option. That is just, that should not happen. Yeah. Oh, and I don't know if this is standard or not. Ours automatically deletes messages after 60 days. It is not permanent. You see, now I would hate that. Well, it's, it's designed to not be permanent. If you need something permanent, you should be using something else. Because there are many times I would be messaging somebody and somebody would be like, hey, you know, oh, you need to do this, this, or this. And, you know, I'd be able to search in my Gmail and my Hangouts for said spoken, you know, things. Yeah. So, yeah, no, if it would randomly, you know, if it would delete, not randomly delete stuff, but if it would delete chats after 60 days... I'd be kind of annoyed with that. Well, then copy out of it and put it where it belongs, right? If yeah. you're looking at process stuff, that should be documented somewhere, Andy. Not just living in your chat history. Well, it's kind of like a, a one-off thing. There. It's like, hey, have you ever seen this before in White Orbit? Oh, yeah, you, you know, check this, this, and this. Then put it on a wiki. Yeah, it would be nice to actually have a wiki. Aren't you the IT guy? Yes. Couldn't you, you know, make a wiki? I probably could. I've got a lot of shared Google Docs. So. You, you could probably install a wiki. 
Probably. Just saying. You have that power. Yeah. All right. Oh, one final topic. Just because. There is a world record attempt happening right now in Farmington. Yeah, I saw that. The largest game or attendance of laser tag. All right. Random question. Random topic. Oh, this was the place with the glow golf, right? Yeah. Yeah, I I remember playing in that one. That was a big... That was a big arena. Anyway. Random topic. Random topic. Rolled ahead of time. Yeah. When was the last time you used parliamentary procedure? Parley Pro? Yes. Uh... Last time I used parliamentary procedure was... Like, seriously, or just at all? Last time you used parliamentary procedure, that's what the topic is. Uh, I had a team meeting about four weeks ago. That's when I used it. It it was a joke, right? It wasn't, like, actually doing Parley Pro, but it was the whole, like, I second. You know, I, I you know, propose this as their second. Yes, table this, do that. Uh, last time I did that was probably the board meeting for the Torch Club, which... Oh, you had, like, legit Parley Pro. Yeah, you know, we had to, you know, have the, you know, the president of the board, you know, brought the meeting to order, and, you know, the previous minutes were, you know... Oh, no, no, no. Last time I used, like, actual Parley Pro for, for a purpose of not making a joke... And not using it ironically was like Model UN my senior year of high school. Oh. No, yeah, no. Our we we did that with our uh, our board meetings for the Torch Club. Okay. You know, we had to, you know. Torch Club. What's the Torch Club? We've gone over this before. Oh, probably. <laughs> I can't remember what day of the week it is, but I know we've talked about the Torch Club. Yep. But yes, no, we, we do the, the official thing there because, you know, it is part of our bylaws to, you know, do all that stuff. So, yep. Good times. Okay. Cool. So, on that note, I, uh, I'd i like to get a motion to adjourn this podcast. I second the motion. No, no, no. You're supposed to. I, I can't. Am uh, I allowed to? I move to adjourn. Yes. I yes, will second you, you the motion. <laughs> you can move, Andy. Like, that's fine. Okay. Uh, excuse me, Mr. Chairman? Yes. I move that we we call this the end of the, the show. Okay. All in favor say aye. 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 All opposed? All right. Seeing no opposition, the uh, motion carries. <laughs> that's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast, or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening. Thank you.